Hello and welcome, if you can hear the sound of my voice. You're not hallucinating. You're not going back in the past. We are officially back. My name is Yannick Incarnasau. I am here with my co-host, as always, Matthew Phillips, formerly known Matthew Smith, formerly... Formerly known as. Formerly known as. <laughs> there you go. And we are back on the Two Beers Please podcast. So happy to be back. It's been a lot of months. A lot of stuff has happened in between sports-wise, life-wise. But what matters is that we are here and we are ready to talk to you all once Hello, again. Baby. Yeah, baby. We are back uh this episode no, i said I, ha- I said i had a baby you had a baby oh my as god in, as in since you were saying all oh, the bunch of stuff happened I'm like that's why we were away yeah i kept wanting to do the podcast he's like i have a baby i can't just <laughs> i have a child <laughs> the child oh, god that'd be terrifying oh boy that's... i oh. do not have one. Oh, he doesn't ladies don't worry matt does not have a child just, just the so rest everyone's... of the world don't worry <laughs> don't worry <laughs> Me, uh, don't worry. Oh God, I'm looking at Matt's eyes. He's terrified simply yeah. at the prospect. <laughs> just not. I mean, I'm one of those people that like can't wait to be a dad, but like can wait. Like I like definitely have no qualms with wait. Oh <laughs> yeah, not rushing into that. Hundred percent. I'm I'm the same way. I'll I'm I can't wait to be a dad, but now I'm like catching up. Where like, well, I gotta set myself up so being a dad doesn't absolutely suck. Yeah. <laughs> Truly, it, it's gonna, it's ah, uh, child, children, fun subject. Let's move on. Uh, this this uh, podcast is gonna kind of cover a lot of different things. Obviously, we can't cover everything having been off a couple months, um, but we'll catch you up on the NFL uh, kind of season. We're halfway through. What teams look good? What teams look not so good? Uh, we got college football on their second week of the uh, big uh, playoff poll kind of being released what we expect from teams going on there. We had a World Series end relatively recently. We'll catch you up on who claimed the crown there. ATL. Yeah, there you're right. I lo- so happy that it wasn't... Fuck, fuck Houston. Um, yeah, and- that was my squad. That was my... I, I, I jumped on to once the Yanks lost. You got to have you gotta have some team you're pulling for in the playoffs. And the Bra- I mean, the Braves were the easiest one to cheer for. Just, cause, just because of Georgia sports in general, how tortured those fans are. And like the Braves are, it's a good team. It's a fun team. They had to go through a bunch of stuff. That was, uh, that's you know one of those champions. Like, like a lot of time. Like if the Astros would have won, like everyone would have been pissed. And and not even just like because of the cheating stuff, but like they've been so dominant and all this stuff. Like the Braves are, those are one of those champions that like everyone across the board, besides Astro fans, are is like just very happy and content. Yeah, that was. I'm glad that happened for them. Right, and it feels like it never happens. When there's a team that you would really like to win and a team that you really don't want to win, the re- team that you don't want to win usually wins, right? And you're like, ah, that's annoying. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, true. Happy to see it happen. Um, and yeah, so we'll talk about the World Series and we'll catch you up to date on how our teams are doing uh, across the board. That'll be fun. I'll have, I'll have, we'll have some talk. We don't have to. <laughs> we'll have some I don't want to talk about any of my... I don't, actually, you know what? There's one team I, would, I can't wait to talk about. Iowa women's basketball. That is there the one team that I can. Although the men's team looked solid last night, I was. I mean, it's Longwood. It's Longwood. You know, but they hey, looked they looked better than I than I anticipated. Hey, better than anticipated. That should be the motto for our social media. We've got Instagram. We've got Twitter. 
They're both real great. Uh, Instagram is two beers, please underscore podcast. You sound like it was that was the motto for our social media. Yeah, it is better it than anticipated. Better than anticipated. You know, that's not a hey. bad. <laughs> it's not. I think that's fair. You go on, you're like, hey, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Anytime, anytime something's better than anticipated, I suppose it's a good thing. Like even if you're expecting it to be shitty and it's still shitty, but if it's not as shitty as you thought it was gonna be, that's. It's a win for that thing. That is a win for that. It's like the Bengals. They're shitty, but they're not as shitty. They're Man. they're still over above five hundred. They got some. Ad. They got some glimpses. Mm-hmm. You gotta be excited about that future. Oh, you you will you definitely. We'll definitely I, talk. Jamar Chase just like dropping a few balls in the preseason, and now just ha- like, hey, Justin Jefferson, that was a nice rookie season. Let me let me show you how it's done. Yeah. Remember how I was the number one, and you thought everyone was like, oh, he's LSU's. No, you're only LSU's number one because I wasn't there. Let me remind everybody about that. Let's let's all remember. That team who... is – that's so scary, both those receivers. Yeah. Of course, and they it's did... still, you know, at Alabama. Whew. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting. Co- I I am so excited to talk about college football. We gotta we gotta move on though. Instagram two beers please underscore podcast. Twitter the number two bp underscore podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you're listening to right now. Play it on the loudspeaker after hours so people have to listen to it because they're trying to go to sleep. Um, all that exciting stuff. You're a real but yeah. dick. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's really excited. It's it's really exciting to be back. I mean, we we had a lot of discussion about when we'd be back, or you know, if we'd be back, and it's it's really nice to to be back talking. Um, and of course, we join in November where all the sports are happening, so we'll have a lot to talk about, which is nice. Um, as I was trying to figure out what we were going to discuss, we, did, we didn't pick a good time to come back. <laughs> Like, oh, hey, here's all the stuff that we missed and all the stuff that's happening and now all the stuff that's starting. We, uh, whew. I missed the college basketball start. I literally, I saw, I saw Ohio State hangs on against Akron. I was like, what do you mean Ohio State hangs on against Akron? What are you, what are you talking about? What do you mean? They're not playing, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's November, man. I mean, every, all the sports are happening in November. Um, but I'm excited. I think, I think there's a couple sports that are far enough along where it's cool to talk about, where, you know, if, I felt like in October, it's like, what do we talk about? Everything's just starting, so there's not really a lot to cover. Um, but yeah, how are you been? How, how yeah, how's life been for you, Matt? How's how's everything going? It's good. It's good. It's all. I think this is. I, I was thinking about actually. I, I noticed because I had to figure out what my setup was going to be. This is the first episode in my new apartment, so uh, it's good though. It's. I feel like I feel like I was always gonna have to acclimate back into society no matter what because of like the pandemic, but particularly so when you come back to New York from Des Moines, Iowa, where mm. life could not be more like different just from like going to the grocery store. So it's been I mean, I've loved it and it's like I think it's always nice when you're like, Oh, should I be here or not like hundred percent? Um have loved it but there has been that like oh yeah this is what life is like in the in the city but uh i've been i've been busier than i expected which is always good get a little coin in my pocket you know after a year and a half of not working much it's nice to get back to work i've watched a lot of tv shows sex education obsessed with watching narco season three i finally started seinfeld i walked by i moved to the upper west side and and the like outside shot diner monks or whatever from Seinfeld 
is a few blocks north of me. So I watched by it a couple of times and I was like, I probably should, because I've never, you know, I've like seen it on TV where I've seen episodes here and there, but I've never watched it. I saw it was on Netflix. So I started that and I am thoroughly enjoying that so far. Um, I, yeah. I have also not watched that yet. So I, I might, good, I, I might have to start it. <laughs> I feel like I remember like having it be on as a kid and as a kid, like not appreciate, like I, I didn't get it. Like, you know, they're 30 somethings or whatever in, in New York. So like the comedy, it wasn't for me. So I think I didn't watch it for a while because, like, as a kid, I thought this isn't very good. So I had that old, but well, like, literally the first episode, I was like, I'm hooked. Hey, okay, that's that's a good pitch for Seinfeld. Not that they need it, but hey, good pitch for Seinfeld. I think I think they're probably. Hey, if you guys fine. are looking for a low key watch on a streaming service, there's this little. Uh, it's a small budget show, Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, ultra low, key, low budget sag stand up <laughs> comedy guy uh not a lot of big names but i think you guys you guys might like it <laughs> oh god jeez oh man talk about tv shows like that is oh boy um but yeah that's really nice man i i've also been pretty busy not with yeah, how, are you? how are you i'm doing well i i haven't i haven't been making i mean i've been making coin the same way i always make coin um but Sorry, that phrase, I just, it's so weird for me to say. It sounded like you used it so naturally, but I, for her, it did not sound natural. Making coin. I just didn't it didn't sound, it didn't feel that natural when I said it, so if that makes you feel any better. That does. I was like, is Matt just cooler than me? Is that what's going on right now? I mean, it's probably, but, uh, you know, I don't like to be reminded of it that much. Um... No, but it's it, it's Same been good. phrases like <laughs> racking up coin. Like, damn that guy's. Damn that guy's. Cool. That guy is a dope. That is a dope dog right there. Cigarettes as a tattoo. Uh. Revs his <laughs> engine. Is that those are the things that make you cool? Yeah. Is it is, is that coolest it? coolest guys in the world? Leather oh. jacket. Mm. Skipping class. You mean the Fonz? <laughs> is this who you're talking about? The Fonz. Oh my god. Or another anybody just be like cool, I just assume they're in like the seventies or the eighties. Yeah. Another great show if you if you've not seen the new hit um uh Happy Days, you know, it's really I really never have seen Happy I don't even know if I've seen an episode of Happy Days. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's it's okay. You know, it's it's a seventies T V show. It's 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 yeah, pretty good. It's funny. Like I like I I do love watching like Cheers and Golden Girls, but like a lot of times I'm like I think I'm enjoying it just because it's so like dated and like it's more nostalgic than me being like, oh yeah, I I really am enjoying the show. TV yeah. is so much different. Now. Like it's so it's so drastically not that movies aren't, but like TV especially is. Yeah, it is. It's very different. I I started watching because. Um, I passed by it for Halloween. I I started watching. The Nanny, because I'd never watched that show before. The House and the Nanny is also in New York, and um, is that with Fran Drescher. It's with Fran Drescher. Sick, and it's so Sick. funny. But also for the same reason, I'm just like, this is like every line is a punchline. I'm not used to this. It's yeah. like crazy. It's yeah, like uh, if somebody was like, hey, watch this. Like this just came out. Watch this, and I watched it. I'd be like, this is stupid as shit. This is the dumb, but the like horrible watching writing. it with the you know. The past lens, you're like, yeah, I like this. I, I appreciate this for all of it. Yeah, it offers an escapism. I think that also TV shows nowadays don't necessarily dabble in as much. Yeah. Um, I think even comedies, not that that's like a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's just like a 
you know, the shift of the industry like we talked about. I think comedies are even trying to say important things nowadays more often than not. Um, which is, you know. I mean, there still are, like, sitcom, stupid, like, there are yeah. still those things. Uh, which always, like, it makes me laugh to think of, like, just how, how much more TV is big and, like, there's these massive shows and massive productions now in TV, which I feel like get all the talk. And then, like, there are still, like, the classic cable, 7 o'clock on a Wednesday, 30-minute punchlines here and there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, just, now they're just recycling them all. Yeah, basically. They're just like, what can we make? Let's put a big name on it. Don Cheadle, he's going to be the narrator. And uh, it's going to be great. Want, that does make me want to watch it. I'm just like, well, Don. It's Don. It's the Don. You know, anything with Don Cheadle is going to be fire. So, uh, But yeah, been doing well, man. Just finished a half marathon. Back on my running grind, which has been really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying to get back into fitness and using the end. I, I was really, really busy. My classes get done here soon um for my grad certificate that i'm program that i'm in and man i i told myself no more projects for the end of the year i'm gonna focus on work like you know just basic work and just enjoy the holidays i feel like i didn't get to enjoy uh the holidays this year so the biggest holidays coming up i'm gonna enjoy it damn it i'm gonna enjoy it that's i like that call you gotta enjoy the holidays it's like i i got like a there's a fitness guy i follow jordan side if you don't follow him on Instagram. He's worth a follow because he just like a lot of good information and, and not one of those fitness people that takes themselves too seriously. In mm. fact, he likes to mock this kind of people, but he's like, like, you know, and like, he's like, when you're on vacation, he's like, why, why count calorie? Why? Like when there's time to just enjoy life, just go and enjoy it. Like you've got plenty of time to work and this and that. And yeah. Back. Do it. I, I feel that, you know, unless that's something that makes you super happy to do, then there's no reason to really go like so hard into it that you're like changing the course of your life in a way that makes you miserable. I just think doing things that make you miserable, I, I feel like we're past that, you know, I, I, I feel like you, not everything has to make you, you know, I feel like not everything has to make you jump for joy. You know, there are hard parts of life and that's where like perseverance and dedication come in, but why do you think like why live a life that's mostly miserable? Yeah, that's 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 stupid. Especially certain, like certain situations young. don't need to be miserable by any means. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we move on, as you all know or don't know, if you're just joining us for the first time. We like to go down to the local pub and drink while we're doing our podcast. You know, really make this an honest sports bar discussion. So, Matthew, for the comeback, what are we drinking? <coughs> I got a, a Sloop Brewing Company uh, IPA juice bomb. It's a nice little fruity, fruity little juice juice bomb. I don't know why I said that like juice bomb, like that's a, a common phrase to describe a beer or anything. It's like, oh, a juice bomb, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a nice little, it's a light. Yeah, um, I don't know how else to say this, but I'm going to show Matt in the screen what I am drinking currently. Oh we are drinking the same beer. That is ridiculous. The Juice Bomb That's Northeastern. first time ever. That is the first time ever. That like, even never... with, like, even just, like, oh, Budweiser or, like, whatever. Like, wow. Isn't that what nuts? A... <laughs> That's kismet right there. That is meant to be. Love that. It's a good sign. of. It's a great yeah, omen. It's time, time to be back. Time to be back, and I'm gonna. So I got gorgeous that. Coach Matt Lafleur on my TV. 
God, he's beautiful. He's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. Uh, but yeah, you said it all. Juice Bomb, Northeastern IPA. Uh, to start us off, it's New England IPA. So, you know, I'm as a Pats fan, I'm all here for it. Um, and yeah, it's got lots of citrus. I love citrus beers. I love any kind of beer with citrus. It's real good. The Shock Tops and the Blue Moons, they're all real great. Yeah. Citrus, I, I mean, I like I like IPAs a lot too. I just do. Yeah. I feel like, it, I feel like that's either, you know, a love hate. Like, I feel like a lot of times when I tell people I like IPAs, they're like, ugh. How dare I'm not gonna force. I'm not gonna force you to drink it. So don't worry. It sounds like a Squid Game person getting shot. <laughs> oh god. I guess I haven't watched that show. I haven't done that good. You haven't watched shows. Squid Game? No, oh, I haven't. Boy, I know I need to. You have to. It, well, I, I hate. It's I hate, overhyped at this. Point, I hate doing. But... Yeah, I mean, what doesn't? I I hate watching uh, things dubbed. So I like want to watch it with subtitles, but I also like to. <laughs> multitask while watching TV. So I have to like make sure that I'm actually going to pay attention. Like I've had to stop watching the new season of Narcos a couple of times. Cause I've been out, done a horrible job. Like there'll be like 15 minutes that gone on. I'll have noticed. I didn't really look at the TV and they've just been speaking Spanish and my Spanish is not that good yet. So, yeah. well, we'll get you there. We'll get you there. We'll, uh, we'll get you there. Make sure you're, you're doing some Spanish work. So that Narcos is an easier thing for you to, to multitask with that's that's a good goal for us for the new year um i want to learn spanish for no other why. reason for no other reason narcos it's so it's like yeah man you know all these languages why I'm like well i really like like playing video games and uh messing around and, like doing, cooking while i watch tv so i had to hey we all got our methods yeah, yeah we don't got question that works if you know six languages, I don't care why. You know six languages. That's crazy. Yeah, whatever reason, <laughs> I is, is fine, really. Like, that's just impressive. That is impressive. Okay, well, it's been nice catching up with you. Let's get to sports and warm it up. Uh, we are halfway through the NFL season. Uh, still too early to make Super Bowl predictions, but that's why we're going to make one. So, Matt, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl from the AFC and the NFC, and who do you think wins it? I... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to pick my Packers just because I feel like that's automatically jinxing their chances. Respect, uh, respect. So uh, NFC, I'm going to go Rams. I know the Cardinals have the best record right now and did beat the Rams, but I just I just feel like the Rams are just like a little more more complete of a team. Um, I, I just still I kind of like trust golf in a tough playoff game more than I would Kyler Murray. Um, I mean that's just obviously between comparing those two teams. Um, the NFC is tough and we'll get into that one. Uh, so, but I'm going to go Rams got Von Miller, um, Corey Cooper cup having an insane season. Oh my God. And AFC wise, I'm going to go. I, I still think the bills are the best team in the AFC. I know, uh, they've, there's been times that they've looked, I mean, Jacksonville, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Nine to six like, to the Jaguars is one of the most, that's why the NFL's one of the most insane leagues because that can happen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to, for now I'm going to go Bills, Rams, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Rams. Rams. Hey, gets it done. Yeah. There you go. I love that. I mean, especially cause they'd have to beat Brady probably to get there. So, you know, that's a uh, good little revenge for them to win the Super Bowl that way. And what a win that would be for Matthew Stafford, and what a what that would what kind of precedent that would set uh, for the Detroit organization, and how bad they screwed that one up. Uh, that would be, I mean, too. I mean, I think it could say so. Like, if the Rams are able to get even just one, 
let alone multiple Super Bowls from this, you know, aggressive way they've collected talent. I mean, I'm not, I don't think all 32 teams are going to follow suit, but will we see teams being a little more aggressive with getting rid of trade picks and, and just getting those proven guys? Because they've been, I mean, just, just did it again with, with the acquiring Von Miller from, from Denver. So, uh, you know, it's a copycat league. Yeah, it is. And I'll probably see that. And it's, Honestly, if that happened, I'm sure that a couple teams would try it. It would be horrible, and then no other teams would try it again. Because <laughs> you have to be a really good organization and have a really good, I think, system in place to make sure that you're not messing that up. And it's still not proven that the Rams, who do have a good organization, um, have made it I don't right. Super Bowl yet? Yeah, they haven't, and and they got to for it to really be a a successful situa- situation. Um, at, like at least viewing it from the future in hindsight, uh, I have a different Super Bowl. I got, I got the AFC is all over the place, and I'll talk about that later. And it's so hard to predict. Um, I kind of take that Jaguars game against the Bills, and I saw a lot of issues that I was worried about. So I'm gonna pick the Ravens to go from the AFC. I just think of all the teams that are kind of inconsistent, the Ravens have an established identity still, and I think they have a clutch, healthy Lamar Jackson who has shown that even when their team plays bad, he can kind of pull it out for them. And I think that's going to be important in the playoffs. So I'm going to pick the Ravens to come out of the AFC. And in the NFC, I think, you know, I, I, I just don't, and I maybe I'm being unfair, I just don't trust the Cardinals to come out of there what come playoff time. And the Rams have also been inconsistent for me. And while I, I like the Cowboys and the Packers uh, as well, I, I just think... When it comes, when you have a division where your Super Bowl, where there's a Super Bowl team in it, and they're not tanking, right? Like, no, the Super Bowl team isn't at 500 or below. They haven't lost like some big player that is going to affect them for the rest of the season. I think I just need to the other teams to show me a little more for me to believe that someone else is going to come out of that. And I just don't think any of the teams have. The Cardinals would be the one team because of their record and and that, but I, I just don't want to give it to them. So I'm going to go Tampa. I mean, the Rams kind of handled Tampa Bay when they played. It wasn't they did. LA, but like. Yeah, they did, but then they got handled by by the Cardinals as well. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. It's inconsistency. And, and like, what we do know about Tampa Bay is regardless of what they're ending with, they're going to go into the playoffs and they're going to have Tom Brady. And no one's shown me that they're good enough to beat Brady in the clutch when it comes to the playoffs. And just just like last season, you know, you had a lot of good teams, but at the end of the day, it was still Brady and, and the Bucks. And I think Antonio Brown comes back. I think we talked about it before the podcast started. OBJ has a great chance of going to Tampa Bay. That would make them even scarier. The fact that Leonard Fournette looks like prime Leonard Fournette again, that's scary for any team playing them. I think their defense still has some problems for sure, but I also don't think that I just don't think that there's any other consistent team in the NFC that's made me feel like they're the clear one. So I'm going Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Ravens, and I and I and I would love to see Lamar Jackson win a Super Bowl. Um, but I I just there's so much inconsistency, and when there's inconsistency, you go with what you know from from the previous. So I'm gonna go Tampa Bay back to back here, and um, and that would make just everybody it's so every, happy. That's I'm true sure. for every NFL year, though, right? Like I mean, I feel like these sort of performances are, are always happening in in the NFL, like. I don't think that's any different. Um, my question for you, because yeah. my answer to this is no, it doesn't change my Super Bowl pick. If Derrick Henry was still healthy for Tennessee, 
Do you have Tennessee in there no. instead? Yeah, no. me neither. Me neither. No, I no because no. I'm sorry. Like they're they're gonna fall off the face of the earth now that Derrick Henry's gone. Like you you just wait. We're gonna be talking about why are the Titans seven and seven? Like you just wait. Like I'm sorry. Their defense looks great, you know, and and um, Tannehill looks like good and. But the Julio Jones acquisition has not done anything for them, and I just feel like they're they they still haven't proven that they can do it in the playoffs. Like, granted, they went in 2019 when Kansas was really good, Kansas City. But yeah, I just I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill to take anyone to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, I don't I don't trust him to take anyone to the Super Bowl. So uh, yeah, I, I I would have the Ravens beating the Titans, and and that would be that. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting discussion, and there's still so much to. What I'll say about the comment you made, I, I, I just, I do feel like, yeah, yeah, these games happen every so often, but I feel like in past NFL seasons, not all of them, it's been kind of volatile for sure, but I feel like teams have established themselves and then they, they get a bad clunker here and there, you know, when they're, when they're, you know, seven and one down the road, they go to seven and two because of a bad game. I feel like from the start, we haven't, we've had teams having clunkers. And, and I haven't, there's teams, the Bills, you said, for example, right? The Bills' big problem is that they don't have a running game. And that hit them in Pittsburgh, and that hit them in Jacksonville. And it was very easy to see. And so I don't, for me, that's not just a hiccup. For me, that's, they have a weakness that can be exploited, not only by good teams, but by bad teams. Right, right. But, like, I mean, like, every team has weaknesses, and that, and that's, like, the the bills are uh, the AFC. I would def- defend less with my comment. I would say more the NFC. Like, yeah, I guess the Rams. You could say have had a clunker, but they're still seven and two. They lost to the Titans, who who we didn't expect to play that well without Derrick Henry, but are still atop the AFC. And then the other loss for the Rams is the eight and one Cardinals. The Cardinals, who are eight and one, are, have only lost to the Packers. The Packers now have lost to the Chiefs when they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, and of course had that horrible game against the Saints to start. So I, I, I guess I just don't like see any of these games as being that outlandish. I, I do think the AFC is is more wide open than than maybe than normal. Um and, and I think like there's there's definitely less of a seems like a team to really like grab control of, of that conference. But uh, NFC wise I like I I just don't I haven't I haven't seen those teams look that bad. Like I, I agree with you in the sense of like do I trust Kyler Murray over Tom Brady in the playoffs? No. But the reason I'm not going to pick the Cardinals over the Buccaneers isn't because like they had a bad like game this year, you know. No, for sure. And I and I, let me let me rephrase what I said. I think maybe I was a little too harsh in what I said. I don't think the Cardinals are bad, and I don't think the Rams are bad. I just think I hold. I said it last season when we talked about the playoffs last season. I the Brady bias is so real in the playoffs that I think maybe I'm holding an unfair view that, like, I really need to see a team be walloping teams and really be going through for me to think that with a team led by Brady going back to the playoffs that they can go past them. Because look at the Packers last season. I mean, we thought the Packers were going to win last season. Like, we really did. Yeah, and then- yeah. But, but I, honestly, I would argue the opposite where, like, I don't know, know how many Patriot teams I saw that I was like, there's no way they don't win the Super Bowl. And somehow didn't make it there. Like the year the Packers won the Super Bowl when the Patriots lost to the Jets and the Bart Scott can't, can't wait. Like there was no way they should have lost the Super Bowl. So I I think, I think in the NFL, like it's, 
whoever really looks like the favorite. I just don't think they're like they're that much of the favorite just because they won it and because they were like the consistent one from last year. Because also we have, we've seen like there haven't been been a back to back Super Bowl winner in almost twenty years now. So like b- being the best team from last year hasn't been all that helpful. I do agree with your comment though when it comes to the AFC. The, a- the AFC feels like because even the Ravens like. Lamar they Jackson. don't look great. They don't look great. No, like he, <laughs> Lamar looks insane. Lamar, looks Lamar is yeah. playing like I, I'd say he's MVP right now. But like there's parts of that team where you're like, dude, you guys got some big hole. Like the AFC, I feel like could go to anyone right now. Do you write off the Chiefs? No, I can't yet. Right? I, you like, can't. I can't. You can't. I can't. They can't. Like, thank no. you. You can't. They're five and four. They're still above 500. They could very easily get through. They could. That's, yeah. I'd, yeah, <laughs> nah. and it sucks. Like that's crazy to think about because they have looked. And trust me, as someone who one of their teams banked on Mahomes and Kelsey, like just completely banked on them, they have looked horrible. They have looked horrible, horrible, if, horrible. If Mason Crosby doesn't miss a kick again and get a kick blocked, that game's tied thirteen thirteen. Yeah, like and and it wasn't because Jordan Love was playing a miraculous game. No, and and you know Mahomes looks like well, you know what <clears throat> we're talking about the the we're talking about the teams more in depth. Let's go back right into our NFL catch up. I'll get us into the AFC. Matt's gonna cover the NFC, um, and I'm just gonna go by division. Give some quick notes that I have over here about the teams, how they're looking so far. Uh, starting in my home division, the AFC East, the Buffalo lead a bad division. Like granted, Patriots look a little better than usual. The Jets are horrible, and the Miami Dolphins are somehow worse. I have no idea how, but they are somehow worse. Uh, the AFC East is just like one great team for 20 years and three shitty teams. And they're like, nope, we're not going to change that. We're just going to yeah, we're just Bills, gonna change- now you be good, and Patriots, you be shitty. Yeah, and, exactly. and Jets and Dolphins, you guys stay shitty. You guys, yeah, follow suit. Do you do what you do? Um, and, and that's what <laughs> Business as usual. Business as usual. No one change anything. We're not trying to change, reinvent the wheel here. We're just going to no. switch one team out. That's really, we don't want to go crazy. Um, no, I mean, they lead a bad division. And, and like, they have three losses, including a stinker to Jacksonville. And honestly, in the first game against Steelers, that also looked uninspired. They have no run game. And without a run game, you can't have real success. Like you, you, I, And I granted, you can, an occasion, like, of course, Patrick Mahomes didn't have a great run game when he went. And of course... Tom Brady didn't have a fantastic run game when he went. I don't know if I'm ready to say that Josh Allen is one of those quarterbacks that can outdo a bad run game. I still think that he's just like a tick under that. And uh, the defense is decent, but I don't think, again, I think the run game is really important to me. So I, I question this team. They're only one game ahead or a half game ahead of the Patriots. And the Patriots have had... Good, good, good wins against uh, against the Chargers. They had a good win against the Panthers. They have a good defense and they have a good coaching script, like per usual. Um, I'm not saying that they're gonna out, they're beat out Buffalo. They're not. They don't have the players for that. If they got OBJ, like I hope they do, maybe they'd have a chance. Um, but they got a good run game, and I think that that takes them um, into contention at least a little bit for the wild card spot. The Jets suck and they can't protect Zach Wilson despite having an okay team. I actually think their skill players are decent. Um, but they, they're two and seven and, and, you know, hopefully Zach can get back on there and not have to deal with any controversy. Uh, and Miami's even worse. I mean, they can't figure it out on offense or defense. The question now remains, you know, is two a time done there? You know, like is two a, you know, the injuries are too much there. It's, it's really, 
you know, it's what you were worried about coming out of college coming true for two different seasons now, you know? So it's like, I'm not saying that he's done like there's going to be a quarterback controversy, but the questions start to get asked, and I think those questions are fair. And I think questions have to be asked of Brian Brian Flores as well, Um, because this team was supposed to be in contention for at least that second spot with the Patriots not having Tom Brady, with the Jets being in rebuild mode, and yet they're last. I mean, that is really— Last year. They just missed out on the playoffs last year. 100%. So if you were better with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then you let Ryan Fitzpatrick go— you know, I don't know what you're really doing as an organization. Um, moving on to the AFC North, like I talked about, Ravens are currently doing really well. They lead at 6-2. and two. They've won a lot of close games on the back of Lamar Jackson. Their secondary is super questionable, man. Like, they just let in so many points in the secondary, and that kind of scares me. Um, their run defense is always good, but their secondary is, is questionable. And the answer to J.K. Dobbins' injuries, he still hasn't been found yet. You know, like this this hodgepodge of running backs between Le'Veon Bell. They, they just keep getting injured. They, yeah, it's just like nobody Le- can stay healthy. Like the entire Ravens team, like it's just God. They, they have not caught a single break, but running backs especially. I feel like. Yeah, and you know that they they feel bad for letting Mark Ingram go. They could really fucking use him right now. Um, and and I think that you know had they known, they would have kept him. But obviously they didn't. Um, and my my big <laughs> question for them is if they're. Their receiving core, if we can get a little more stable. Hollywood Brown has been a lot better than he was in the past. Um, so that's really nice. But, you know, we'll see. If, if if too much is asked of Lamar Jackson, that's only going to work in the regular season. We've seen that that doesn't work in the playoffs. So that's my big question for them. Steelers, Steelers look pretty good. I mean, they were we were talking about them being one and three and now they're five and three. You know, they're pretty they're pretty good. It's all thanks to Najee Harris and a decent defense. But Big Ben is still washed. You know, the receivers still aren't very effective in the end zone. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Claypool are great, but their rapport with Ben isn't good enough to make the, you know, passing offense one that you're scared of. Um, So I still think that they're just kind of a team that's going to be there. Maybe they make a wild card spot. We'll see. Um, Browns and OBJ finally part ways. Thank the Lord that was never working, and um, they needed to get away from that. Uh, Defense hasn't been great. And the injuries have put them at five and four. Just Baker Mayfield isn't good enough. Their receivers aren't good enough. And Nick Chubb can't carry this team on his own. And he's out probably this weekend because of COVID protocol. So they're playing the Patriots in a really big game. I, I don't I think they might be five hundred this week. I, I don't really know if they can out outdo that with how their passing offense is doing right now. Uh, and the Bengals, they're five and four. You know, they've looked amazing and they've looked like ass from week to week. Uh, but jo- like you said, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase is a duo to look out for in the future. Um, but they're not consistent enough on defense to keep the offense ahead. You know, they you want the offense to be able to dictate the game with Joe Mixon, and they they currently can't. So I just think that that team is it's it's still a year or two away from being the playoff contender that we hope they are. Uh, in the AFC South, Titans are seven and two. They have the AFC's best record. You know, Tannehill's consistent, I suppose. The defense is much better than expected. But come on, what is this team without Derrick Henry? I mean, they're nothing. We'll see. We'll see. But I don't think they're as good as their AFC best record says they are. And their division is horrible. Their division is horrible. Let's remember that. Their division is terrible. So I, I think it's more of a it's more of a kind of vanity metric that they're seven and two than like an actual indication that they're a good team. The Colts, meanwhile, underneath them are four and five. They got some good wins, but th- but how many of those were without Derrick Henry? One. Mm. 
They got one good win without Derrick Henry. They've only played one game. Yeah, well, I, I just think – I think – And I don't think people gave them the credit they – like. and I know I earlier was like, I'm not picking them for the Super Bowl. But, like, I don't think even with Derrick Henry they were getting – like, they're, they're legit enough. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Or do I think they they're going to make the – do I think they're going to make the Super Bowl? No. But, like, I, I think the Titans are a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. Like, I, they're a team, like, that makes life difficult on you. Yeah, I agree. I think that they'll – I mean, I have no question that they're going to make the playoffs. I just think as someone who has the AFC's best record, that's that's not real. You know what I mean? They're not the AFC's best team. Um, and that's been the, <laughs> been the story of the AFC. It's It's been one of the uh, – like, it's just been a, been a conference that no – no team has seemed to really grab a hold of it and, and be like, yeah, we're the best. We thought maybe the Bills. There's times where you thought maybe the Ravens, but even the Titans, like the Titans, the Titans, you would think after like a big win at LA, going to 7 2, top of the AFC State, like you think there would be a lot more buzz around them, but more it's just like, well, their season's done because of Derrick Henry, which might be true, but like normally that, uh, that narrative would, would flow a different, little differently. Yeah, for sure. Um, the one question that doesn't need to be answered, are they better than the Colts? They are. Uh, and that's because they don't have Carson Wentz, who still doesn't know how to make a smart throw in crunch time for some reason. Um, and they're just lucky they have a good defense, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. They have good players, um, but they're going to... Carson's back to be, like, at least making, like, <laughs> some really good plays with his volatile plays. Because he was always, like, kind of volatile in, in Philly. And then it got to the point where he just was making... Yeah, yeah, like a shitty trade. Yeah. Like, just like, here's the ball, like, just constantly. <laughs> and obviously, he's still doing that in Minneapolis, but like, like the Titans game throws that pick in like his own five yard line and then throws an absolute dime the next drive to get it into overtime. Like, he's he's back to at least making some sort of plays, which it's good to see him back healthy and, and like playing at least some good football. Um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor's killing it. Jonathan Taylor's killing it. And Michael Pittman. Breakout also star. Yeah. Breakout star. I think the Colts have a bright future. I just don't think it's this year. Um, and, you know, may- but maybe because they have a bad division. We'll see what happens. Uh, Jacksonville, you pair a rookie QB with Urban Meyer and his antics, and you get two wins out of eight games. <laughs> and that's, that's just the math that works there. Um, you know, I really don't think they're as bad as their record suggests. Um, but they're definitely the most, like, volatile team in the league. Like, they'll randomly be in contention with teams. Like, they beat the Bills for no reason. Um, and that's just what they do. And Trevor Trevor Lawrence has shown a lot of heart, which is promising. Uh, and, and in all honesty, this team doesn't need to be good this year, right? No one expected them to be. It's like the Bengals the first year the Burrow went there. No one expects them to be good. Same, year, same thing with Herbert when he went there. So, something to build on. Is Urban Meyer going to last there? Eh, we'll see. I, I doubt it. But, you know. If Urban Meyer's a coach next year, I will be shocked. Right. I like, thought that was the case before the, uh, you know, little bar incident. Uh, but after that, I was like, dude, you are. there's no way you're going to be the coach here next year. I just wish I could have been on that plane, man. I wish I could have been like, where's coach? Uh, he's not coming. Why? Uh, I don't know. Uh, all right. <laughs> Normally, you'd be like, well, he's just going to his restaurant. You know, he's it's a grown man who's a millionaire. He has a restaurant because that's what you do when you're famous and you can have a restaurant in college town. But, uh, yeah, I don't like – you're going to the place that you own. 
How do you it's expect to get away with it? Was, this? It was dumb. It was so like, dumb. Uh, it was. It was. There's probably a place you could have gone. Maybe not in that town, but somewhere uh, where you could get away with with said behavior, Urban. Uh, I I just that was not it. That was not it. You're right. And he's just lucky that John Gruden shat the bed so much in being a bad person this year that he can't possibly be the worst coach. He can't and possibly be the worst one. Higher <laughs> Raiders organizations taking that helm. Yeah. Um, well, let, let me just round out the AFC South before we move to the Raiders division. Uh, the Texans are 1-8. I don't, I don't hit them with enough slack. Uh, we knew this would happen post Deshaun Watson. It's sad to see how bad they've looked, but, you know, we, we, what are you expecting from this kind of organization? We know how bad they are. Um, and Matt, I want to ask you something, just, just as a test. Can you name two Texan skill players on the offense? Can you name two? Oh, man. I could have at some point. I had no idea we were going to talk about the Texans. I would have. I would have done some research. I've, if you think I'm talking about the Lions in the NFC breakdown, you are mistaken. You've come to the wrong podcast. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, it's, where's David Johnson playing now? Yeah, David Johnson's one. There you go. And uh, I used to be able to say Randall. Uh, gosh, who's? It? I have no idea. I give up. No, I mean, that's fair. I can't answer those either. I purposely didn't look it up because I was like, I, I don't want to, I don't know. I thought I was going to say Will Fuller, but he plays for the Dolphins now. Yeah, like, truthfully. Fuller's gone. Yeah. Well, I he mean, used to be able to say DeAndre for so many years, but. Yeah. Uh, Texans not looking good, and I don't know. They're going to have the, they're going to have a high pick for a couple years to come here. So uh, they'll probably get some guys uh, and, and turn it around. But that organization is trash, and we've known that for a couple years. Um, and Brandon yeah. Cooks, damn it, Danny Amendola. Oh, Brandon Cook, Danny Amendola still playing? Yeah. That's so funny. Wow, how the times. Oh, Philip Lindsay, I forgot he's on there. Oh, all right, Philip Lindsay. They okay, got a couple, so they they got got couple guys. They got a couple guys. We just don't care about the Texans at all. Yeah, so that's that. Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. Oh, yeah. a bunch of expatriates. Cooks, yeah. Burkhead, Amendola. It's just that's where. That's where they all go, apparently, to Houston. Oh, my God. Yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, let's leave. Yeah. AFC West. Let's finish it off here in the AFC. The Chargers, they started so hot, but they have some defensive issues that have absolutely hampered their offensive prowess. They let in 42 points to the Browns, 34 points to the Ravens, and 27 points to the New England Patriots. They let in 27 points to a team that... Barely has any skill players. I I get you can't name two skill players from the Patriots. I bet either, honestly. So, um, Yanni Smith and uh, Hunter Henry. Oh, it's the two tight ends they signed this season. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, uh, you asked. You know, I delivered. That's, tr- that's true. Uh, yeah, but the Chargers are five. Damien Williams. Damien Williams. Man? There you go. They got they got a bunch of people. Um, thank you. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm being hard on my team. They're fucking great. They're going to make the playoffs this season. Um, no, but. I'm in four with a rookie quarterback. I would be. They're the seventh seed. They're the seventh seed. I'm happy about it. You're doing just fine. Right now you're in front of the Browns and the Chiefs. Like. Yeah. I, I don't expect to stay in front of the Chiefs. I could, we could finish above the Browns. I could see that. Um, yeah, but they, they, they're good enough to keep going, but there's obviously some defensive issues. I just don't think this is going to be Justin Herbert's year like people thought it might be. Uh, the Raiders at 5-3, and three, bro, I just feel bad with how their season has gone. My God. They have John Gruden, and they're like, 
I just with the John Gruden stuff, how does it go that you go from maybe being a racist to hating every other group that exists on the face of the planet? Like, is there anything he didn't say? Like, is there any group that he didn't offend? Like, he wasn't a fan of anybody. He, he, wow, just, it was so funny to watch, I think it was Adam Schefter read off all the things that he said. He's like, try to get Michael Sam kicked out of the league. Try to get Eric Reed kicked out of the league. Try to get female referees kicked out of the league. You know Al Smith is on the coach being like, could you have left one group out? Could you have left one group out so I didn't have to deal with this? Because yeah, now I'm... Whenever this stuff happens to you, I'm just like, how, like, I mean, the obvious, how are you such an asshole? And like, just a a bigot, but also if you're going to be an asshole bigot, why are you putting it in emails? Yeah. Like I don't like you deserve everything. Oh, like yeah. I, I always don't get when people are like, well, how are these emails getting leaked? Like, no, no, no. If you were dumb enough to get it in an email, you know that it getting leaked is a possibility. Like it just is like that becomes a thing that exists forever. So how are you that dumb? Yeah, there's a reason that Snapchat still exists among a population above the age of 21, and it's for privacy. That's like, so what I'm saying. He was uh, doing this 2011. Like, it, it's not like the people that are getting in trouble for tweets 10 years ago, and you're like, oh, we didn't really know that this would come back to bite you as much. Like, you knew at that time, people had already gotten in trouble for leaked emails for a long, long time, John Gruden. Like, it's not a new... Uh, yeah, it was it was a moron, and then on top of that, the whole Henry Ruggs thing, which is tragic, really, for everybody involved. And I, I don't even want to talk about that anymore because it's just so horrible, and I, it's terrible to think about. Um, but the Raiders team in general, good for them for keeping with it. You know, they had a kind of ugly loss to the Giants, but I still think that they're a team that can hang with the in, other teams in the AFC. So they they might eke a playoff. Yeah, I mean, that. like. I feel like Derek Carr was already one of the most likable people in the NFL. Right. And his, you know, his, his press conference talking about the Henry Rugg situation. Like, how do you not pull for the Raiders and, and Derek right. Carr? Like, you he, want he to. just seems like a good, a, a great guy. And, uh, you know, when they were clicking, they really were. I mean, they were a fun-ass team to watch. They were moving the ball all over the place. So, hopefully, uh, you know, because, like, I, I think, too, it's – unfair to put the you know sins of like some of those guys on like it's like a lot of times we're like oh screw the raiders like all of them so I'm like well that that's unfair to the other parts of that, that organization that aren't racist bigots and getting in trouble for threatening to kill people on tiktok and what have you yeah i feel that as well i feel like everything that's hit the raiders has been like individual bad decisions which is unfortunate for them but i think they're reacting the same way and hey with a good leader you can do a lot of things and i think Derek carr is proving not only his his you know skill as a quarterback but his character as well as a leader so i i agree that really told me a lot about him so it's one of those things though where you look at the raiders because you're like you know adversity and this kind of these kind of things can can bring a team together but you start to look at it you're like gosh how many hits can they take yeah yeah it's very true but you know you saw the ravens overcome a lot of injury concerns so i i still think the ravens can finish i think they can go to the wild card game i think that would be a great story if they at least made the wild card they still got darren waller they still got josh jacobs who we know you give him the ball he can be a monster um so i think that they just got to change their game plan a little bit take a little pressure off of Carr, and let it happen um another quarterback that needs some pressure taken off of him because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing Mahomes and the Chiefs are 5-4 and four in the AFC West. 
man, I just think Mahomes has been figured out a little bit. Tyreek Hill figured out a little bit. They need a new identity. It won't happen easy. I still think they can beat any team in the league, but Mahomes has to prove that he can go a game without an interception. And the Chiefs have to be able to control a game and not just punch it out at the end because they have more skill players. Um, I agree. That game against the Packers didn't show me anything. They got the win, but they should have dominated that team uh, without Aaron Rodgers, and they didn't. And granted, their defense is a lot of the problem, but the offense is not that far behind, and I think that they have a lot of reckoning to come with, and Andy Reid really has to rethink some things if they're going to be the dynasty that we thought they were going to be. Teams have off, off, off years. It happens. I get that. Um, but the Chiefs, those four losses and, and most of those wins have looked really, really vulnerable. Uh, so we'll see what comes of them. But like we both said, we're not counting them out until <laughs> until they're done and dusted. We're not counting them out. I saw something, and you know, it, 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 it's more eye test than record, but I did see something where like, if the Chiefs win this this weekend, I think their record after nine games, I, I think they've only well, played nine, will be the same as it was the year they won the Super Bowl. I don't know if that's totally accurate. I saw it on Twitter. But if that's true, like, I mean, and, and they are fine, and, and I think you're right. Like, Mahomes is going to be fine. But I, Tyreek Hill is not a traditional wide receiver one. And and, uh, and they don't, you know, I don't think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has, has been as impactful as, as they would have wanted. And it's just like the running back position. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. There just needs to be a mix-up. And, and I think Mahomes, too, is now – it's one of those things where – He's looking for the home run way too much where you just don't – you don't need it every every play or every drive. Right. Like you're just like – most of the time you don't get it. Like those kind of plays are not the norm. Right. When you can make those plays, it will help you win. When you need to make those plays, it will be the downfall of your team. It really will. Um, and I think we've seen that. Um, and the last thing, I wouldn't talk – I don't really want to talk about last place teams too much. Um but Denver's 5-4, and four, and I think the Broncos are actually a really good team. I think that this was shown in the Cowboys game, and granted, the Cowboys disappeared that game, but they have a solid defense, even without Von Miller. They have a solid run game. I think Javante Williams is a rise-and-coming star, so I think that he's really good. They got a solid QB in Teddy Two Gloves, and good receivers for the most part. You know, they aren't sexy, but they are effective, and in this division, anything can happen. So I think that they're they're the best last-place team in the whole league, um, and I think that they really could still make some damage, um, especially if they beat Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers in their head-to-head games. They can really get some ground there. Yeah, they have a good the AFC. I mean, AFC West and AFC North, you've got, like, all four teams really are, are in, in the race, and I think you'd be surprised. I guess I'd be I'd be more surprised if the Broncos make it than like the Bengals or Steelers, but all four teams are are right in the race for the division and with the extra wild card spot. I mean that that seventh spot does add it's a it's a big addition. One spot doesn't sound as much, but even last year we saw how much impact that has on on the playoff race. For sure, but I think we're both expecting the winner to come from the NFC. So Matt, why don't you take us through the NFC and what they're looking for right now? Yeah, NFC. I mean, I think the NFC pretty clearly. I'm, I'm not going to go through through the whole conference because I think it's pretty obvious that that it's become a a five horse race. Um, you've got the the division leaders from each division, and then the uh, the NFC West. You've got the Rams and the Cardinals. Um, but it's Rams, Cardinals. It's the Buccaneers from the South, of course, and Tom Brady, Dak, and the Cowboys uh, from the East, and and Aaron Rodgers and, and the Packers. Well, hopefully Aaron Rodgers if he's not a moron. 
um, and uh, <laughs> and the Packers from from the north. So uh, you know, I think all five of those teams have have already pretty clearly just separated themselves from the pack. Um, and the question is, you know, which one's the best? I, I think you know all of them have extremely explosive offenses. Um, I mean, Brady's like throwing, I think, for more yards than he ever has. We've seen Dak, you know, on a, a quick route back to comeback player of the year. Um, Rogers, even without those addition of any weapons, he's he's back to clicking it. And and Kyler Murray and, and Kingsbury's finally got it going on. And we already kind of touched on Stafford. Um, so I, I do think it kind of comes down to, to defense for who's going to win the NFC right now. And I, and I think the, the two best defenses that have looked, or at least have looked the best, have been Arizona and, and L.A. Um, the Cowboys defense has looked a lot, lot better. I'm still not totally sold. Um, kind of same with the Packers. The Packers, I mean, part of the reason the, the Chiefs did struggle against the Packers was the Packers defense played a, a terrific game, and, and they have been a lot improved. I'm, I still just don't know if I, I totally believe that that all of their kind of deficiencies, especially um, with the defensive backs, are, are totally solved. Eric Stokes, the rookie, has been a huge, huge improvement oh, as opposed player. to Kevin King. Dude, like, he is killing it. It's insane how much Go look how for well he's job, been. Kevin King. <laughs> Thank God. And you know they've been without without Jair Alexander, who is is obviously one of the best cornerbacks in in, in the league. So that's another addition they'll get back. But I'm still not sold on them. And then the Bucks, the defense has struggled. And and even last year, I, though that like that defense, it was more that they got hot in the playoffs. So I I don't I'm not that worried about their defense just because it wasn't like they were a, a really dominant defense throughout the season. Uh, they just really got their their pass rush clicking uh, on on in playoff time. Which I mean, you don't want to have that as your like money in the bank. Like oh we'll be fine come playoff time. The 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 pass rush will will find itself. But I think that like that's still a possibility. They've had you know. Defensive injuries as well, which is a major part of how their defense has struggled. But yeah, I mean, I think it's those. I think it's those five really fighting from the top. I I made my pick as as the Rams winning the conference. I don't really know who's going to end up top of the standings. Um, I'd be surprised if it's the Cowboys. I think like when I look at those five teams, the Cowboys are the one team to me that that I'd be kind of surprised if they made a Super Bowl run. Like as much as Arizona would be would be like. Wow, they they got it done. I, the way they've played and the way they've been trying to build this team, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. The Cowboys, I'm just, it, it's tough to fully believe they've improved that much. Like I think they're a lot lot better, but that's that's quite a leap to go from how they were playing, you know, the last couple of years, early last year, um, and and this year. But you never know. And then the the end of the playoff race, you got the Saints, the Falcons, Panthers. Uh, the Vikings and Seahawks and, and Niners are still kind of in there. They're all sitting at three and five. Um, I, it, the tail end of the, the NFC too. Like, I mean, part of the reason those five teams have separated themselves is because like, like literally the, the Falcons are the seventh seed right now. The Panthers are the eighth seed. Like those teams are not no, imposing no. to anybody. The saints even like, you know, they beat the crap out of the Packers and they got that great win over uh, Tampa the other week with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. But then they lose at home to Atlanta. They they lost to the Giants. Like I don't think anyone thinks the Saints are are a legitimate playoff team. So the top of the NFC I think is is a lot lot better. But then the the jump from those top top teams from you know five to six is I think exponentially. Like I think I think from five to six 
seeds in the NFC, there's a bigger gap than from like the one to seven seed in the AFC. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds you of the basketball, right? Like the East is a bunch of teams kind of duking it out until the end, and the West is always like the top four are amazing, and then kind of get a drop off after that. Kind of reminds yeah. me of that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, the NFC picture is super interesting. I still think the Seahawks, you know, Russell Wilson's coming back this week. We'll see. You know, I think their problems haven't been Geno Smith, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but. exactly. Like, normally you'd be like, oh, Russell's going to come back and they'll probably make a run, but, like, it hasn't been Geno Smith. No, he's Gino's, been doing Gino's great. played well. He's been doing great. They, I, like, applause like, to him. Some of the games Geno started have been – some of their better games just overall, like as a team this year. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks is kind of feels like, even though football, you do feel like all the games are important. The Bucks kind of feel like they're a basketball team and that, you know, we'll really judge them when they're in the playoffs. And um, we'll really, that's my roommate popping in. Hey, Hi, how's it going? <laughs> Hi, oh no, we so have much fun. It's so much fun. Um, no, and we really uh No, they are they're one of those teams that like 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 even I think even like the Packers sometimes or like how how we look at LeBron most of the time throughout the season. We're like, all right, they we don't care what they do in the regular season. We know that and it is like it's a cliche to say the, the postseason is, is a whole new season, but it it's accurate. Um and I and I mean like the Buccaneers too are it's not like they're four and four or three and five, like they're doing I think they have a better record through eight games this season than they do last year. So, yeah, I think that uh, the Bucks were going to judge in the playoffs. I and man, I, I'm I'm curious to think how do how do you think? I mean, does Rodgers just play this weekend and play without with like nothing happened? Do you, I mean he seems unfazed by most stuff? But I mean, it's been a lot that's been thrown. I don't think it's going to phase him. I think if anything, like because he's kind of. Because he's kind of a dickhead, I think he's gonna. I think next game he's gonna want to like dominate and like just destroy whoever. So I mean, this is like it's tough for me because as a Packer fan, I want Aaron Rodgers to be out there every single game because we need Aaron Rodgers to win game. Like you need your quarterback, and he's one of the best in the NFL. But as like a decent human being, I like. Like, I, I think he should probably be suspended. I, I don't yeah. know. It's one of those situations that's tough, too, because, like, there's a lot of people that are like, how dare he put his teammates and his report and these reporters in danger, which I would 100% agree with. But then apparently, like, he's stating that those guys did know. So we don't really know because, like, because, yeah, I think if he, like, he was untruthful to all of us, but if the extent of it was just him being, like, untruthful to the masses without any like actual harm coming then i i guess maybe it's more i don't know maybe it should be like fine but if there were ever at a time where like somebody didn't know that was constantly in close proximity with him which he but i feel like he'd have to i don't know i, yeah. I think he's i think he's getting away with like if he was not aaron Rodgers, i think he'd be suspended I'm saying, I, like, if this had happened, and I, and I, you know, don't want to go too far into it because I think it's obvious, but if this had happened with Russell Wilson, you think he'd be getting treated the same? I don't know. I don't. I, I, think, I, think, I think most star quarterbacks would. You think so? Because, because they love the quarterback position so much, and they, they want them out there every effing game that they can. Like, they, it's just the, the monetary value of having those guys out there is enough. I think if it's 
I mean, who's the best receiver in the league? I think if it's any other position, I think there's a chance they're suspended. Or if it's a less, if it's Joe Burrow, I think yeah. there's a chance he's suspended. Baker, he'd probably be right on right on the cutoff line. But like Brady, I think they'd give him a pass. Oh yeah, right. Same with <laughs> Roethlisberger. They would I mean, say Rod, Brady like, was in the right. Rod, like Rodgers is getting like they're like, no, we're not gonna suspend because we don't want. It. He already had to miss one game. We don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. It was. It was crazy. Fair because it's yeah. you know. I think there's an I th- what I think is I agree with you the situation's a little more complicated than I think the public is making it out to be because the organization from what I understand knew the whole time. Yeah. And so like, I think that, the Packers knew. Right. It's like if you, you know, if yeah, you have to have some blame there that's shared because they knew the whole time um that there was some misleading going on and I think that they should have been more clear about it especially cuz they have to interact with a bunch of other teams. And as an organization, you should be a little more smart. You should be more smart than that, you know? Um, look at what the Nets did. The Nets were basically, you know, they thought about toying with Kyrie Irving and his whole vaccination status. And then they said, you know what? No, we're not going to put our whole organization at risk because you, you know, don't want to make this personal decision. Um, and I think, honestly, at the end of the day, this doesn't affect football too much. It, it does affect what we think about Aaron Rodgers as a person, which doesn't affect sports maybe, but... Honestly, like, lost a lot of respect for him. Really, really did. And it sucks. It really does. You know, like, I honestly, I wouldn't have lost that much respect for him if he was just, uh, like, if he just wasn't vaccinated. Like, I really, like. No, I wouldn't have been. I think he should get vaccinated. I think most arguments against it are silly. But I'm not going to, like, really look at you as a lesser human being. But the fact that he was, he was, like, he clearly was manipulative with his words. Of wanting, of wanting to be like, I'm not I like, maybe I'm not going to say that I am vaccinated, but he was clearly distancing himself from people that were unvaccinated where like he wanted to have his cake of, of not getting the shot and eat it too, of not getting the, the backlash, which like, I, I think that is a little, that's probably fair. Like, yeah, you, you probably don't need to get a bunch of backlash for a personal decision. I, we can argue that, you know, end on end on end. But then the, the the very obviously manipulative language, and then the fact that I, like he's kind of turned a corner, very very slightly turned. I don't, I shouldn't even say turned a corner. He probably looked over his shoulder at the corner of taking responsibility. But I think that was the other thing where I like got real disappointed of him. Where I'm just like, oh, just own up to it, man. Like you're caught. And and, yeah. and like, I think even he said something. He was just like, I'm sorry for the people that felt they were misled. Like. If you're going to give me an apology, don't give me a half-ass. Just don't say anything, man. Like, that's such a half-ass, like, apology right. shit where either own up to it or don't. And, and I think the fact that he was so defiant of, like, not owning up to it, that's where I was kind of like, come on, dude. Like, we all make mistakes. And, and, I, and you can be forgiven for that. But of, of like, being like, I did nothing wrong. Come right. On. You're smarter exactly. than that, Aaron Rodgers. You're, you're smarter than that. Right. And the fact that he's not going to share his opinion with anyone but Pat McAfee on his podcast, I'm like, yeah, that just kind of shows me who you are. Like, you don't want to have any responsibility for your actions. And so you're going to say it on this podcast where they let you say whatever the fuck you want to say. And like, that's fine. But, you know, I also if he had come out and said, honestly, Matt, if he had been the most ardent anti-vax person in the NFL, if he had been, there's no way I'm getting this. I, I will not get this. I would have respected it more because you know why? The NFL has protocols built in for that. They say, hey, that's fine. You just have to do a couple more things to keep the league running. And then you do it, and then that's whatever. 
You know, there's plenty of unvaccinated NFL players. But for you to use the word immunized when you know the NFL isn't buying it, and then for you to now come out and say, well, you know, I thought, you know, this whole thing, there was no, you, the NFL said you weren't, you know, you're unvaccinated. It's clear because you immediately got ruled out for the game. You know, just, he, just, had, to, he had to apply for like the thing that he got to like be considered. Right. Like back then. So like, yeah, he, he knows that he, he knows. He knows. Yeah, exactly. So I just think if he had come out and said like, Hey, I, I'm, I messed up, you know, like I, I shouldn't have said I was, you know, I shouldn't have misled people. I, I, I believe in the thing that I'm taking, but I understand that, you know, it came off a different way. My bad. That's all you got. I don't need you to do a whole apology tour. I don't need you to get vaccinated, but I do need you to like not do this whole, you know, that's like, that's like you cheat on your girlfriend. You're like, I'm sorry, your feelings are hurt. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you cheated on her, so that's that's pretty fair. I would say that's Seriously. that's not. <laughs> Dude, you know, here's the other thing as a Packer fan, and I know that the vaccination doesn't 100% mean you won't get the disease again. I, I know that's the case, but it, it does help your cause quite a lot. So, as the most important player in the franchise, when we just dodged a huge bullet the week before beating Arizona somehow without Devontae, Lat- no our defensive our defensive coordinator. Like you being out, possibly like if you were vaccinated, maybe you weren't out, and then maybe we don't lose that game, and maybe we're still first in the standing. Like I, there is a bit of me of like maybe you should try and do everything you can so that you don't have to miss a game and and negatively affect your team. Like they, if they were to play that game, the Packers would have won. There's not a question in my mind. You know, would have crushed them. They might have. They might have crushed them. I mean, it might have been like a complete blowout. Um, I agree, and I just. For players that, I mean, Aaron Rodgers doesn't surprise me because of his offseason and, like, we thought he might retire and all of that. But, like, like I just... He's kind of a, he's kind of a dick. I mean, there's he, just no way. Of, yeah, like, yeah. When, when, like, people that hate the Packers and hate Aaron Rodgers talk to me as if, like, I don't know that Aaron Rodgers is, like, kind of a dick. I'm like, of course I know he is. Like, uh, yeah. Duh. It's like me and, yeah, hey, it's like me when I was a Pat's friend where Brady was there. It's like, yeah, I know Brady's not... Brady uh, actually is like a nice guy. He's a nice guy, like, I guess. Yeah, I just like doesn't talk to his. And anyway, I'm not like gonna get into like people's family, but like doesn't talk to his family. Kind of just wants to be able to do it. At, like he's got a lot more of an arrogance and like I'm the best quarterback in the world. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want mentality than I feel like Tom Brady does. That's fair. That's fair. But you know, it's just surprising to me because I feel like football teams you want to do whatever you want to win and and. You can look at this as just a business decision. Like, right. hey, I'm not going to fuck my team by missing games, especially as the most important player on the team, like you said. Like, um, like I said he might have still gotten it, but it, it, there is, it's also proven that it does help. So maybe cover all your bases. Because well, just protocol-wise. You're pretty freaking valuable. You might, and he might miss this week. Like, and if they play this week even against Geno, I think the Seahawks would be favored. Yeah. So, it, like, if you – you could lose two games because I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I man, that's a lot. But you know, you still you're, you're a fan through all of it. I that's 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 what I respect out of you, you man. Better, for better or for fucking worse. For better or for worse. Oh boy. All right, that ends the first hour of our podcast. Tune into the next one. We're gonna cover college football, World Series, and our NFL picks for the weekend.